The daylight faded, and she noticed the sun shone mid-sky, outlining the buildings as though drawn in black marker. Maybe she should go for a walk now, browse the campus with a coffee in one hand and a cookie in the other. Early evening, summer warmth still lingering, it'd be pleasant. Besides, what else would she do? She needed to burn off all the energy roiling inside and buzzing under her skin. She should use the energy for an adventure. She slipped on her flip-flops, padded the pockets of her jean shorts to make sure she had her keys, student card, and phone, and after closing the door behind her and using the map to orient herself, she headed to Starbucks, her flip-flops flapping on the ground. She passed by rooms with the doors open and saw students lounging on the bed or in chairs. Bottles of alcohol and mix lined up like sentries on the desk, half empty or half full, depending on your outlook. Some nodded, grinning as though she were part of the conspiracy, and others invited her in, slurred speech indicating they already had too much. She smiled to some, said, another time, to others, and left the building to be met by fresh air, redolent of barbecues roasting meat, and the sounds of laughter dancing to her ears. So busy here, and cheerful. She glanced to the sky, rippled purple like a dark bruise as the sun circled to the horizon. Maybe they'd have a nice September. Could never tell in Canada. Wasn't uncommon to have plus 20 degrees Celsius one day and a snowstorm the next. She loved the warmth and endured the winter. She hoped to have a warm autumn. Amazing to her to feel excited, scared, and hopeful all at the same time. Almost like when she got her driver's license. She bounced up and down in front of her dad and thought her heart would explode when he handed her the keys. Everything seemed possible then, and it was the same way now. A long road of possibilities stretched out before her. She walked down a path winding its way through thick trees, drooping branches laden with leaves and into an open area where some students threw a football to each other with red plastic cups at their feet. Starbucks was in the cafeteria area in the university center building. She got a latte and a gingerbread cookie. While sprinkling some cinnamon on her latte, she spied a familiar face seated at a table. It took her a moment to place him. Then she remembered she'd seen him many times over the years at the recreation center she worked in while in high school. A big man, strong through the shoulders, but always ready with a smile. While the kids swam, he always sat by the pool, reading a book and sipping a coffee. Much like now. What was he doing in Guelph? at the Starbucks on campus. Did he have a kid going here? Seemed a bit too young. She shrugged it off and left the university center and continued with her exploration. The sun had disappeared behind the earth. The street lamps hummed above her, casting halos of light at their base, and darkness claimed the spaces in between. She didn't mind. She hadn't learned to fear the dark. Main roads intersected throughout the campus. Olivia preferred to walk along the main roads because they were better lit. A logical precaution that in most instances made sense. Main roads are better lit and frequently traveled. Olivia's phone chirped. She took it out of her pocket and read a text from her friend Sarah, wondering how the new digs were. Sarah was commuting from Hamilton to Western University in London and was jealous, in a good-natured way, of Olivia living away from home. With deft hands, Olivia texted back and forth with Sarah. She was unaware of the panel van slowing behind. Later, by the texts between Sarah and Olivia, police would determine the time of her abduction between 8.45 p.m. and 9 p.m.
Olivia described the social R.A. Rick to Sarah and didn't hear the van creaking to a stop and the door sliding open. She was completely and utterly oblivious of the large man in a gorilla mask coming up behind her until his arms encircled her. She saw the phone slip out of her hands to hit the sidewalk, in slow motion, like when something terrible happened in a movie, so they slowed it right down to better witness the tragedy. She was lifted from her feet, carried to the van, and thrown inside. It happened so quick and so befuddled her, she didn't start screaming until the door slid closed and the van accelerated into the night. The snatch took approximately three seconds. Police later thought it unusual there were no witnesses on such a busy road. Not unusual. Just perfect timing with a dash of bad luck for Olivia thrown in.